Hello, and welcome to episode 15 of The Modern Manager. I'm your host, Mamie Canfer-Stewart. This week, we are talking about investing in your team. But before we get into it, I want to offer a warm welcome to Joe S., our newest member of the Modern Manager community on Patreon. If you're a new listener to the Modern Manager or you've been around but you haven't gone to Patreon yet, I'm going to highly recommend that you check it out. For $5 a month, you can access all the guides that I create plus bonus content for my guests. And at the $20 a month level, you can join the monthly group coaching Q&A calls. The recording of August's call is now available, so head over to patreon.com slash modernmanager. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash modernmanager. As always, the free guide for this episode is available on my website at mamieks.com slash podcast dash zero one five. And if you subscribe to my newsletter, it is in your inbox. You can also subscribe to my newsletter on my website while you're there. And all of these links are in the show notes so you can easily find them when you're at a computer. In other news, I'm excited to announce that I am going to release some bonus content that I'm calling Parenting Your Business. I don't often talk about my personal life in these episodes, and I intend to keep it that way. But I'm a mom of two kids, and I find that parenting and managing a team or running a business are often overlapping and that I have similar experiences, and the skills and situations that I experience in one setting help me see the other setting with a fresh perspective. So if you are interested in hearing more about that, look for the bonus episodes in your feed. And if you're not into that at all, totally cool. These episodes that I'm doing like this one are going to continue. And the way you'll be able to tell them apart is because all of the regular episodes like this one will continue to have a number at the front and all of the bonus content will just list the title. So that way you'll be able to easily pick them out or avoid them depending on your preference. All right. Let's get on with today's topic, which is investing in your team. You're listening to The Modern Manager, a podcast dedicated to helping you be a rock star boss with a thriving team. Whether you're looking to upgrade your meetings, cultivate your team, or grow as a leader, this podcast is for you. Let's get into the show. Investing in people, to me, basically means helping them grow. It means giving them the support or time or resources to help them improve themselves, ultimately for the benefit of the team or the organization, as well as their own. And when we break down an investment, there are really two parts. There's the cost that you pay now, and then there's the expected benefit or value that you'll get later. The cost that you pay now could be in your time as their manager, supporting them through this journey. It could be their time that they're spending doing these growth activities. It could be money, or it could be other resources entirely. And there's clearly an element of risk with any investment. And when it comes to people, we have questions like, will this person stick around long enough so that we can benefit from their growth? Will they be able to integrate the learnings and truly apply them in these new ways? And even if it's successful, even if they learn and they apply everything they've learned, was it worth the cost that we paid to get there? These are real questions. And the price that we have to pay when we invest in people often stop a lot of managers from making that investment. It takes our time and our energy and our focus to really help our team members grow. And if you don't believe that you're going to get the benefit, or if you don't feel like you have the time to do those things, then you just don't. 
And rockstar managers invest in their teams. And they do this. They invest in their people because they know two things. Number one, if you want to get better results, you actually have to help people learn and grow. And number two, if you want to keep people engaged, they need to be continually learning. They need to be continually challenged. And if they're frustrated by their work and you're not providing them support, they're going to leave. And if their work is too easy and you're not finding opportunities for them to be challenged and grow, then again, they're going to leave. So if you want to retain great people and at the same time enhance the results your team is getting, you need to invest in your people. So get yourself in the mindset of an investment that in the short term, you might have to invest some of your time and energy and focus. You might have to live with some lesser results because you're handing something off and the person is going to have to go up a learning curve and figure some things out and it's not going to be perfect. But you know that in the long term, it's ultimately going to serve them individually, you as their manager, the team as a whole, and the organization, so it's worth it. Leadership consultants Mike Figliolo and Victor Prince came up with the following framework for thinking about who to invest in and how to invest in them. And I find it really helpful to think through these five dimensions when you're thinking about the kinds of investments you want to make in a person. Number one, the quantity of results. How much work is the person getting done? Are they getting a reasonable amount of work done given the time and resources available to them? If not, you might want to invest in their skill development so that they can be more efficient in the way that they're working. Or perhaps they need to learn some new technology tools to make their work go faster. Number two, quality of results. Is this person delivering high quality results or is the quality meeting your expectations, again, given the time and resources they have available? This might also mean investing in some skills or other kinds of development to help them increase and understand how to produce high quality work. Number three, the timeliness of their results. Are they delivering work on time? Are they good at being accountable to the things they say they're gonna get done when they're gonna get them done? If not, this person might need to learn some new time management skills or maybe some new practices around accountability and new processes or tools to keep track of important deadlines. Number four, morale building. When this person is doing their work, are they causing problems? Are they being disruptive or frustrating to their colleagues? Are they bringing the mood of the team down? Or are they a pleasure to work with? Some people are just hard to work with, but that doesn't mean that we can let them off the hook. It is our job as the manager to help them be more aware of the impact of their negative behaviors. And it's also our job to help them find new behaviors to show them what good collaboration looks like and then help them implement those behaviors on a regular basis. And then lastly, number five, relationships. To what extent is this person enhancing relationships with the stakeholders whom they engage with? Not just within your team, but with any stakeholders who they encounter, whether that be other team members within the organization or external partners that they may be working with. It is important to always be building relationships with the people that we encounter. And so if someone's on your team isn't doing that, you can help them learn the skills for effective networking and relationship building. So these five are just one way to think about the skills that someone might want to develop. But there are other ways to break down growth goals. But it's not just up to you. When you're investing in people on your team, it's best to talk to them openly about their growth aspirations and their struggles. When you speak to someone, 
one thing you'll see is how self-aware are they? Do they have specific things that they want to improve on? What do they need to learn or gain and experience before advancing in their career? After you've identified some areas for potential growth and you've spoken with your team member about it, you can then agree together on the kinds of investments that are most appropriate. So here are a few examples of ways that you can invest in your people. One, you can give people a stretch project. You can give them a new assignment or put them onto a team where the work they're going to be doing in itself is helping them grow. You could also help them take a course or attend a conference or reimburse their tuition. At 15.5, each employee gets $500 on their birthday to spend on a personal or professional development course of their choosing. One reason I love this so much is because they're getting the real bang for their buck. First, it's clearly showing them that professional growth is important because you're making a $500 investment in them. And secondly, it's acknowledging their birthday. So it feels special. It's not just another line item in their budget, but it's a gift. Another thing is to give them access to coaching or mentorship. Maybe there is someone inside your organization who can support them in those ways. Or maybe you need to find someone outside. You could also recommend articles or books and possibly even read them together and discuss it. I did this with one of my coaching clients and it was a fantastic process for both of us. We would agree to read one to two chapters before our next meeting and then we would discuss what we learned and how she was going to specifically apply it in her role and she'd fill me in on anything that she had applied since our last meeting. It gave us some shared language and some models and the book also suggested many action items for her to take and then I could help hold her accountable. Another approach is to help them expand their network or community of practice so they have more people to talk to who are doing the kinds of things they need to learn. Now, this one might seem strange, but encourage them to take time off and have healthy work habits. It's surprising, but many people become more efficient when they're well-rested, when they go to the gym. So sometimes helping someone grow means helping them get out of the office. And then lastly, you can just spend time with them talking about growth. Have regular one-on-ones. Give them regular investment of you and your time and energy and focus and mind share. Now, when you're talking with each of your colleagues about the best opportunities for them to grow, you'll want to think about different ways that we learn. Some people learn by doing, and they're really excited to jump in and just figure out a new project or build a new skill almost by tinkering and getting that hands-on experience. For other people, That sounds like the worst idea possible, and they would much rather take a course or read a book or somehow otherwise learn the skill kind of conceptually and then go out and to apply it. I will say I am definitely the latter. I want to gather as much information as possible and then go out and do it. The idea of trying to do something without any previous knowledge is overwhelming and scary. And growth is hard enough on its own. Behavior change is hard enough that we don't need to make it harder by choosing a mode of learning that the person is not well-suited for. So let's switch gears for just a second because you can also invest in your team as a whole because there are such a thing as team competencies. Team competencies are things like how you make decisions, how you handle conflict, how information flows. It's not just up to one person to be good at that. It's really a matter of the entire team working together on those. So a few ways that you can invest in your team are to work with a team coach to develop shared language, frameworks, mental models, clarify processes or roles, and build trust. 
In addition to working with individuals, I also do team coaching. And I find that it is really powerful when an entire team gets together to talk about these important pieces. Another thing you can do is bring in a speaker on a relevant topic. You can do this during a lunch and learn or an after hours event. I've often been invited to be the expert to talk about effective meetings, a topic that everyone on the team can benefit from. And then lastly, just take time as a team to talk about the processes and norms or ground rules that you have in place. It's really amazing how many things on our team go unsaid. So just bringing people together to be explicit about the kinds of behaviors that you hope people will follow, the kinds of models you're using for decision-making can really make a difference in your team's effectiveness. Now, lastly, don't forget through all of this that you also need to invest in yourself. What are the areas of your growth? What do you want to learn? And how are you going to go about learning it? As a team leader, you are already on that journey because you are listening to this podcast. But I know that with intention, you can continue your learning journey to become that rock star manager. To help you get there, you can get this week's guide, which is a three-part worksheet that you can use with yourself and with each of your team members. Part one is a reflection on your growth goals. Part two is a brainstorm on learning opportunities. And part three is creating a plan for your learning journey. The full guide is available on Patreon for monthly subscribers at the $5 level. Plus, you'll get all of the prior guides and special guest offers when you join. So go to P-A-T reon.com slash modern manager to join. The free mini guide is available at mamieks.com slash podcast dash zero one five. And while you're there, you can subscribe to my newsletter and get every free mini guide delivered to your inbox along with each week's episode and blog article. So you'll never miss any of the great content. Lastly, if you are listening on iTunes and found this episode useful, please give it a rating or leave me a review which helps other managers know to give the modern manager a listen. Until next time. Meetings are one of the most critical components of healthy collaboration, and teams are at the heart of how we work. Meteor helps you use your time in meetings productively, build healthy relationships with your colleagues, and move work forward. To learn how we do it, visit meteor.com. That's M-E-E-T-E-O-R.com. You've been listening to The Modern Manager. You're already becoming a rock star boss of a thriving team, I can tell. To ensure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.